Recap, Recast, Recycle, podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. Oh, hey, spoilers for this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to cut that into the beginning of this episode. Something's coming. It's the T-Rex. It's the T-Rex. It's not the T-Rex. Blue, come with me. You know you can't stay here. Jurassic World. The island. You're all right. Easy, girl. All of that is in the past. Am I dead? Not yet, kid. I want to show you the future. What is that thing? They made it. Blue! You need to get us out of here. Yeah. Oh man, I can't believe that Joe isn't here. He's so late all the time. I wonder where Joe could be right now. Because, whoa! Gentlemen, welcome to Recap, Recast, Recycle, a podcast about franchises and how they get better and worse over time. Franchises like Jurassic Park, starring the clone girl. Um, <laughs> on today's episode, we're discussing a movie that came out just three years ago. Uh, and was a financial hit, a critical miss. Um, that's right. We're talking Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, baby. Everyone, all right. Um, cheers. <laughs> On today's episode, that. we got four. Jurassic I, I Park Five, Jurassic World Two, Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. On and today's episode, we got um. We'll, we'll, there's four people on this episode. Uh, Hayden. It have been for the last in, like five episodes or however many <laughs> Jurassic World movies there are. Hayden's in the purple hoodie. Collins got the Sesame Street shirt on, and he's the one who held up that alien-looking mac and cheese. And then Kale's got the Seinfeld shirt on. Joe. And Joe, I Joe. am, of course, your uh, I'm your host. But we forgot our special fifth guest today. Bryce Dallas Howard came in. Yeah. Oh my word! She really film with oh, us. Wow. Yeah, that's exciting. Yo, now is she gonna post. show up later? Edit hmm? in post, Joe. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> just add, just add in clapping and lights and like woo, and then just a really crappy picture of her. Get a cameo of Bryce Dallas Howard. Or cameo Ron Howard and tell him to wear a wig. Hey. <laughs> that would be funny. Kale, have you been wearing that Seinfeld short shirt for an entire week straight? Uh, yeah. Every episode, in fact. Oh, wow. Even when I was wearing a different shirt, I was wearing the Seinfeld shirt under it. Under it. Okay, I see. It's your lucky Seinfeld shirt. Until they make a Frasier shirt. All right. Does anyone uh, want to guess what the tagline is? Not gonna lie. Uh, I don't know how long I'm gonna wear these shades because I'm basically blind right now. <laughs> but Joe, you look so cool. I know. I think I'm a clone. 
Do it for the pod. There you go. Do it for the Vine. Um, Do it for the Quippy. The tagline of this movie is Is Life Finds a Way. No. The Life Finds a Way. The park isn't even open in this movie. They don't open a park. (laughs) Life Finds a Way is the laziest tagline they could have used because that's just the thing they say in the first movie. Well, they brought Goldman back, didn't they? They did do that. For two scenes while he was also filming the bad Independence Day movie. Huh. uh, I don't think they filmed those at the same time. No, no, they did. This is just stock footage. That That scene, those scenes we saw, were actually from Independence Day Resurgence. They just reused them and replaced dinosaurs and aliens. Just swapped them out. Uh, all the crew were like, Jeff Goldblum, why are you talking about dinosaurs? <laughs> this is a movie about aliens. Okay. The synopsis comes from our dear friends over at Rotten Tomatoes. Three years after the destruction of the Jurassic World theme park, Owen Grady and Claire Deering, hey, she made it onto this one, return to the island of Isla New- or is it I- Isla? Isla Nublar to save the remaining dinosaurs from a volcano that's about to erupt. They soon encounter terrifying new breeds of gigantic dinos while uncovering a conspiracy that threatens the entire planet. What new breeds? You got one new breed. Also, I have to disagree. I don't think there's very many gigantic dinos in this one. There's a few. There's like two. Not many. I mean, they're no more bigger than the last one. Yeah, also, yeah, the new breeds definitely aren't gigantic. It's just the uh, Indoraptor. It's just one breed. They're I no mean, he's new big breeds. for a raptor, I guess. Now, imagine if they made the Indoraptor as big as the Indominus Rex. Now, oh. that would be something. Then it wouldn't Bigger. be a raptor. It could yeah. still be a raptor. No, it would just be a really big raptor. Okay. Um, I've changed my mind again. I am going to ask the second question at the end of this. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Uh, do you mean, and by again, do you mean from a week ago when we recorded from a week the last ago, episode? Where I asked yeah, the question and nobody answered it. Uh huh. Because it's just, a very important question that took everyone a week exactly to think about. Yes. Okay. I just want everyone to know my cashews look like raptor toes. What? Ew, why are you eating raptor toes? I mean, cashews. Premium Ew, quality is what they cashews? sound on box. Ew. All right. Know. Hey, do we think cashews or peanuts are better? Cashews. Put peanuts. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't have anywhere else to go with that. <laughs> and now Pratt we'd like to introduce. We're doing main characters. Chris Pratt as Owen Grady. He's fine in this movie. Like, he's, he's good. Again. I think he's better than the last movie. Yeah. He at least seems more like a real person in this movie than he does in the last movie. You like how he spasms around the lava? Even of though that he killed I him? love that, Kale. That is the greatest scene in all of cinema. Alright, Bryce Dallas Howard is Claire Deering. She's in Um... Her. She's learned yes. uh, from her wardrobe mistake last time. When you're around dinosaurs, you gotta wear khakis. I dropped mac and cheese on my couch. Wow. That, well, that really sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> That's a snack for later. Hey! Bryce Dow. Oh, I already said that one. Justice Smith as Franklin Reb. 
Webb. Don't like his character from at all. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. he was he was awful. I hated it so much. <laughs> Not care for him one bit. I didn't mind him. He's going to be in Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, good for him. I hope him. he's not um, in the I new think Jurassic he's a good World. actor. Yeah, I do too. He did, he did do good. I just in don't like his character Pikachu. in this. Yeah. Uh, I do like the running joke of him keep getting, like, going undercover as jobs that he doesn't understand. <laughs> that was weird. I like that. <clears throat> uh, freak out. Daniela Pineda as Zia Rodriguez, who's the other one. She's fine. Oh, cool. Heals dinosaurs. You know, and to be dinosaurs. fair, it should matter if you're a paleo, whatever oh, she uh, said, no. a dinosaur paleo doctor. Paleo veterinarian, I think. Yeah, it should matter if you've seen or interacted with a dinosaur before. That's your job. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a paleo veterinarian. Yeah, oh, yeah, her no, first introduction to her is her on the phone. Yeah. And she's like, well, no, I ha- haven't seen a, a dinosaur before, but that shouldn't matter. Okay. Uh, I'll save that one for last. James Cromwell as Benjamin Lockwood, who's the new Hammond. I didn't like him. There. He's not really in this movie. Wait, is he I'd the like old to guy? Think yeah, the his, old man. I'd like wow. to think that the staff is like a <clears throat> friendship bracelet. They like both got each other the same exact staff. They're like, oh, coincidence. <laughs> Because he's in a wheelchair. What does he need a staff for? <laughs> well, he wasn't always in a wheelchair. We don't know that. We don't know that. I guess. Uh, Rafe Spall as Eli Mills, who's the main villain of this movie. I don't like Ted Levine for, as Ken Wheatley, who's uh, the hunter guy. Don't like he's him. legit. Likes Any tea? hunter character after Muldoon is just nothing. Yeah. I think I the like guy him. in 2 makes a strong case. He just wants to hunt a T-Rex. I liked him. Yeah, he's just there to yeah. hunt. That he's guy there was to have okay. a good time. This guy is here to hunt for teeth. Yeah, he wants trophies. He's a paleodentist. <sighs> I don't think that's true. Toby Jones as Gunner Eversole. He's doing uh, a very weird dino point. auctioneer. I don't like his accent. Yeah. I don't well, think it's a bad accent. I just don't like it. I don't um, get just it. let him be British. Like... Just yeah. let him speak normal. He's in this movie for like five seconds before he dies. I wouldn't say five seconds. He's in a good bit of the movie. Well, not really. He shows up. He's like, I'm going to call off the dinosaur auction. He's like, I'll do he the dinosaur says, auction. Then he, dies. he says a lot in what he's in, is what Colin's trying to say. Yeah. He dies in a very poorly designed elevator. Yeah. Where you hit one button... It opens back up again. He broke the control <laughs> panel. Yeah, that was that reminded me of Star Wars though. Whoa, Joe, you got ghosts up in your house? I don't have a weapon. <laughs> got my cashews. There you go. <laughs> Hope they're allergic to cashews. The big thing. Of cashews. Oh my gosh! He went for it. <laughs> oh well. Hey, the cashews have. Cashews have salt on them, so he can make a salt circle Yo, with the cashews. That was incredibly impressive. I'm, oh, that was Thank you. Really cool to watch. Put um, it in my stunt reel. BD Wong back as Henry Wu. Here again. There again. what he does in this movie. I think all you see of him is his back, right? <laughs> no, no. Pretty much. He argues with um, 
Oh yeah, the yeah. rich dude. He's like, no, they're not ready. And he's like, yeah, but the people want money. And he's like, yeah, money. No, but they're not ready. Money. Also, is he money really please. the only guy who can do this? He doesn't seem like a good worker. He just keeps making worse super dinosaurs. <laughs> well, like they literally they put him in a room and they're like, create a super dinosaur that we can control, and he does half of that. And then finally, the greatest character ever committed to cinema. Is Isabella Sermon as Maisie Lockwood, who is AKA Clone Girl. Now, we'll say, I don't hate the actress. Her performance is whatever. It's the character itself that I hate, and later decisions that we'll get no, to. No, it's just one element of the character that you hate. This is the only movie that she's been in oh, besides the, the new Jurassic World. Like, to I don't, be fair, don't Joe, though, Joe, it's like the main element of her character. Yeah. yeah. But I have no ill will for the actress. Like, good for and her. She got a big part in this movie. Like, the element her. is that she's a clone of her mother. Yeah. Because we're so just gonna re- we're just gonna do this okay. late stage into this franchise, and then just not really develop it any. The director of this movie is J. A. Bayona, who did The Orphanage and The Impossible, which are two movies I don't know, and then also on Monster Calls, which is mm-hmm. that big tree monster voiced by. Liam Neeson, Liam. that's probably a metaphor for depression or something. It is. And cancer. And cancer, cool. He, I think he, this movie is very well directed. I, I will so. give him credit. Like, very big props to him. He is not Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> and, like, that's already, like, plus ten points what? there. So, like... He didn't really have to do much in that director? scenario. <laughs> I don't The simple get that. fact that he exists, not as Colin Trevorrow, but himself. So, if Colin Trevorrow named, uh, changed his name to, uh, I don't know, Bill he Nye, still at, would you care? He would at heart and being and soul be yeah. Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, he'd still be him. Like, if, the, if this guy forgot his name, if he was also named J. Colin Trevorrow? J.A. Bayona. J.J. Abrams. <laughs> now, that would be... It, Bad too. Never gets them together again. But yeah, what Kale's saying is, even if this guy was named Colin Trevorrow, it would not be the same. Yeah, because he wouldn't be Colin Trevorrow. Also, good for this guy getting handed. I mean, they gave him the last one and the worst one, but at least he got handed a big franchise, even doing like three movies, really, and two of them are foreign films too, I believe. What? He, he's done, like, three movies before this. A oh. Monster Calls, the, like, U.S. release. And those release. two other ones that I said, The Orphanage and The Impossible. Possible. But I hear The Orphanage is very good. Um, I haven't heard of that either of them. Anyways. All three <clears throat> of those movies have good ratings, though. They're all, like, 3.7. The two writers of this movie are, excuse me, two of the writers from the first movie, which are Colin Trevorrow. Sure. He's back. Safety Not Guaranteed, Jurassic World, Battle of Big Rock. He right, wrote all Skywalker. And also, uh, yeah, obviously. And then uh, Derek Connolly, who wrote Safety Not Guaranteed, Jurassic World, and Monster Truck. Anyways, uh, it's also based on characters created by Michael Crichton, who did Twister. He created ER. And also he wrote the original Westworld movie. Which is awesome. That movie rules. And of course, keep forgetting the most important one, Colin. Congo. He wrote the book, though. Yeah, we're not talking about books, we're talking about movies. There's a writing credit on the movie, too. Uh, I don't think so. If my uh, vague skim of his IMDb credits has anything to say about his writing credits on Congo, it's that he doesn't have any. Let's see. 
He probably has a um, like based on the book by credit or something. Well, no, that's just as good. On Letterbox, they count that as a writer. So don't look at Letterbox. Look at IMDb. Already looking at Letterbox. Hey, Dang what are you it. doing? I've got to lose. You're a writer. Westworld, directly under Congo. Gosh dang it. But, like I said, they count authors of the books that they're based on. Like, um, Dr. Seuss has a writing credit on The Cat in the Hat on Letterboxd. Because he came back from the grave to write that movie. Everyone knows that. Yeah, everyone knows he's best friends with Michael Myers. Michael Crichton. I'm going to look, I'm, I'm going to IMDb right now. I will be proven right. People yeah, are I really like content. to see the alternate universe where Congo became the Jurassic Park of that world. Okay, in 1995, he wrote the novel Congo. Yes. And then... Bestseller. I don't see Congo from his page. Let me search Congo specifically just to confirm. Well, it probably oh, has its own website. No. Oh, wait, no, yeah. Okay, so in 1995, and it's he has a credit... As in, he wrote the novel. It's yeah, okay. John Patrick Shanley wrote it, and Michael Crichton wrote the novel. So I was right. That's good enough. I mean, I never said that he didn't just straight up write the movie. I just said that he's involved. It's Hayden, only important to me that we mention Congo. Facial expressions you got going on? You remind me of the car and... The car and cars who like goes up behind that reflective car and like checks his teeth. Oh yeah, that's me. Uh, who wants to guess? Who wants to guess the budget of this movie? Keeping in mind we don't actually know what the budget is, we just have an idea. So what do you billion. think? Oh what? No, they're not gonna spend two billion dollars <laughs> to make a movie. They have to make. <laughs> they would have to make four billion dollars back just to. Yeah. They make a profit. Okay. I think this These movie dinosaurs. cost more than the last one. Yes, it did. Okay. We can definitively say that. Yeah, they use more computer generated stuff. Joe says two fifty. Kale, what do you say? I'm gonna say two hundred million. Okay. It is anywhere between one hundred and seventy and one hundred and eighty seven million. Oh wow. That's nice. That's a yeah, weird also, down there. <clears throat> Um Hayden, you said they used a lot of CGI, but they actually use a lot more practical stuff in this movie, which I... That was what it was. I lied. I meant it the other <laughs> way around. I, I remember... You got pranked, Colin. Dang it. I'm such a big, dumb idiot person. You've been duped. I was like... I remember they either used a lot more, like, practical effects or a lot more, like, CGI, and I couldn't remember which one, so I just well, went with my guy. You see what it was? It was all wrong. the dinosaurs were real, real dinosaurs, but all the humans were CGI. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. That's crazy. They, they did a really good job, real, then. They life. polar expressed it. What are we up on? What? I don't know. Hold on, my, sorry, my type froze for a second and you all had to catch up cool um, um anyways i was about to say something then i forgot that's all oh, yeah good. i was gonna say the only practical dinosaur in jurassic world was that mm. dead brachiosaurus that chris pratt kind of like feels up the neck of other than that feels everything is cgi but in this movie you got like uh blue when that lady is um doing surgery on him that's practical 
the T-Rex when they're in the cage. That's practical. How much do we think this movie grossed? Two billion. A cool billion. Okay, two a billion. Cool, a cool billion. billion. Four hundred and seventy-five million. Wow, Kale really undercutting it because it is one point thirty-one billion dollars. I really don't like... understand this because I remember when this came out, and no one was seeing it, at least in our sphere. I didn't see I many people talking sphere, about really. it. Um, you gotta remember that this was twenty eighteen. The era of cinema where, like, every blockbuster was making a billion dollars. The Meg made, like, three billion dollars. Also, the Meg Did rules. it really? Don't, nobody no. better badmouth the Meg. No, it was a, a joke. I it made a lot of money. Meg. But, like, every Meg. Disney movie that was good in any sense made a billion dollars. Every remake made a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Don't talk about Coco like that. Coco was good. Oh, yeah. Coco was awesome. That was 2017. Coco? Yeah, that was the year before. Uh, that, that was right before. The Incredibles? Right? That was I think thing. Incredibles made a billion. I would Solo have. made a lot of money? Uh, Solo, of course. I you know, know. It was a Marvel <laughs> movie, right? I think I'm Solo sure was... Seven Marvel movies. I don't think Solo was a failure, but it underperformed. You know, big well, movies I'm... like Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> that probably got a billion. Actually, and no. Ready Coen. Player One. Uh, I think I that, that probably got a billion. And Venom. Fahrenheit 451. Tag. What? Tag. I love Tag. Definitely didn't get a billion. Hey, and bringing it back, <laughs> Love, Simon. Made a billion dollars? No, that no. was 2018 release. Okay. That's a really good movie, though. If Mission Impossible. Fallout. The oh. fallout of all our good intentions. Skyscraper. Favorite movie, Christopher oh, Robbins. I don't think Welcome to our classic segment. We just name films. Rampage. Yeah, from 2018 or like kind of like around that time. <laughs> the Grinch. Oh my gosh, I love that movie. Aww. I like that movie. Oh, hey, Black hey, Black the Road was 2018. 2018. Nice. The what? Infinity War came out in 2018. Yeah. A Wrinkle in Time. That did not get a billion dollars in any nope. sense. Aquaman did too. Aquaman. Love that. Yeah, that was December. Slender Man. Yeah. Yeah, Joe, we watched that. I feel we pretty. Aquaman? Yeah. I thought so. Was Rampage this year as well? 2018, yeah. yeah. You remember all of us went to go watch that? We watched that like at 12 o'clock. Yeah, there was no one there. It was just us. The it was just time us. time to watch a movie. We watched Rampage, and I was like, you know what? I think Rampage is cool. There was a John Pacific English Rim movie Uprising. in the year 2018. <laughs> yes, there was. We watched Pacific Rim for my birthday. Uprising. I think all of us yeah, went to Pacific that. Rim. Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. And I was like, yo, mon- giant monsters fighting giant robots is cool. Charlie Day is wild and in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Nutcracker back in whatever the movie we were, what are we ta- What are we talking about? Oh, right, Fallen Kingdom. What? Do, what did we even get to general notes? We're just naming movies that came out in 2018. I've been waiting for this to settle down. Um, The trailer, it was great. 
general oh, notes. Right. The trailer. We didn't watch oh, the trailer. I, I played that long ago. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of dinosaurs in it. That was playing while we were talking about 2018's movie releases. <laughs> yeah, he just put the trailer, but no audio. He just put our audio over it. I am going to um, uh, say my general notes first rather than last this time because I have a mini rant. It's a tiny little rant. Rants uh, abundant. I know. Everyone's got rants this week. <laughs> Uh, no, that, and Joe, you that's can it. rant about like our rants at the end. Okay. <laughs> um, that's it. I do like this movie. I just have uh, not. I just don't like all of it. Um, first of all, Chris Pratt runs really weird. He runs like this. That's because he was paralyzed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess so. I don't think that's what they're going for, but oh well. It just um, never passed the system. I wrote I agree with Eli Mills, who's the villain, but I don't remember what I agree with him on. Money. Money. To be yeah. Rich. Yeah. I agree Maybe with just, the like, bad guy. Maybe just sell the dinosaurs because why not? They don't have rights. Uh, come back at the end. The, the Indoraptor doesn't walk very well. <laughs> Keeps falling over. <laughs> and then finally, my uh, mini rant is... So the Indoraptor, its power, its superpower is that it can look at where a laser is pointing and then attack. Like a cat. You have to hear the sound, though. If you're already pointing a laser at somebody, just shoot them. Why do you need a giant raptor to kill them? Because it can go in holes. So can bullets if you're pointing a laser at the guy. No, this is much better. Yeah, which I one's mean, cooler, okay? A bullet or a raptor? I guess a raptor is cooler. I've never under really understood the military capabilities of dinosaurs, because uh, dinosaurs are uh, famously uncontrollable and kill anything. So and also yeah. extinct. Just a really well, weird plot point in both yeah. films. <laughs> the main it point they brought up, up is that... Uh, is, that a drone can't go in caves. Like, yeah, the, all rap- the bad the... guys are in caves. <laughs> like, that's the biggest problem with war. We haven't been getting the guys in caves. Yeah, the that, one that's that how we got Saddam Hussein, because he's in a cave. Nobody him. else has been in a cave. Yeah, that's how we lost Vietnam. Too many caves. Too many caves. Not enough dinosaurs. Yeah. We just had a, la- a dinosaur and a laser. We could have been good. So we what happens if the guy with the laser shot and the laser's just on the ground? He's the dinosaur's not keep attacking the same people. The dinosaur's just going to be like, ah, digging at the ground. Okay, Joe, what are your general notes? Oh, uh, I love how this movie genre shifts. It goes from uh, the horror-themed opening to the research mission turned volcano apocalypse sequence. And then you go dinosaur auction, which is the best thing ever. Uh, and then we transition to this gothic horror mansion movie with the Endoraptor. And we close with the introduction uh, that the world is, the, is roaming, dinosaurs are just roaming the earth free now. Um, so I think it's, it's pretty amazing that they fit all that into a two-hour movie. It's not even like 220 it is two hours. That's impressive. And now, yeah, it's like two of four or something like that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like this movie, but I, I will give it. This two hours felt tighter and faster than the previous two-hour Jurassic World movie. Because they kept doing different things. Uh, if it's like a TV show, they just they were like, oh, okay, we'll just do an episode. In of fact, I will movie. say, when I first watched this, 
Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I did rank it lower than the original. But after having watched both of them, and I did separate my viewings, so I wouldn't be too critical on both. I didn't watch them back to back. I will say that I do like this one better. Nice. It's more interesting. Yeah. I still don't think it's good, but it's more interesting. Joe, you have any more notes? Yes. Uh, all I want is in life is what uh, Owen Grady's got going there. A uh, nice house in the mountains, a lake, just spending your days reading uh, Jack London and uh, till the sun goes down. It looked just building wonderful. a cabin. I know. I cry every time. This is not even an emotional <laughs> moment. I'm just like, oh, my word. Oh, boy. That's the life. I become uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> well, I think for a while there he was living in a van while he built a new no, non-Jurassic World house. I think, I think he's currently living in that van. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't finished his he's house. Living, yeah, he's making his bungalow. Also, I would never um, live on Jurassic Park. Like, that's the worst place to live. Especially after yeah, like, this one. If he's a worker, couldn't he just live in one of the hotels? They had like, to sanction him off on, like, the far side of the island. Kissing too many random women. He got you know, banned from the Margaritaville. What are you doing bill. right now? He calls too many, too many title walking, nines. There are these people walking on my street, and they have two dogs that are both white and fluffy, and the dogs are walking in sync, like the Siamese cats, and it is freaking me out. <laughs> people watch oh my gosh, Joe, you're, you're seeing the filming. glitch in the Matrix. Oh yeah. my word. Whoa. Okay, Hayden, do you have general notes? Uh, I, I don't know if like I was tired when I watched it or what, but I did not really like this movie as much when I watched it this time. I really enjoyed it the first time I watched it, but this time I was just like, nah, it's just kind of there. And I really hate the two new characters. And I'm not going to go into my rant just yet, but I just, I don't like the two new characters. But okay. I did really like the opening where they go, like, have, like, a secret mission in the Jurassic World. Uh-huh. Um, see, yeah, I it. hated this movie when it came out, but I like it now. I don't love it. Like, it's still got problems, but I definitely like it. I'm, I like it a little better, but I still don't like it all that much. Kel, do you have general notes? Yes. General notes. So first off, dinosaur protection. That sounds like they made it up in a second, and then no one thought to change it after. Like <laughs> you could have called it anything else or given it a cool like shortening, but no, just dinosaur protection group. Also, that, that just came that comes out of nowhere for uh, what's her face. She was pretty indifferent to the dinosaurs into the first one until they had that one scene with the dead one, and now she's like, let's save them all. Well, I mean, yeah, seemed to care about him that much in the first one. That was weird. She didn't care about him at all. And then she saw the one that she like petted or whatever, and that was it. It seems more like a, a brand image kind of thing. Like, I can't let people think I hate these things, so I'll start this. <laughs> Plus, I lost my job. Some of my best friends are dinosaurs. <laughs> She's definitely like embezzling money from this charity, if it even <laughs> is a charity. Uh, Franklin, don't care for him at all. Like, he he's one of those characters, and I hate these type of characters, who he only exists to open up a door. Like, he's not even one Who's of those Franklin? hacker characters. The guy he's screams just a, a lot. Yeah. Oh. That's partly why he screams a lot. That's also a, a, one of the worst kind 
kind of characters in movies like this where you have a monster or a series of monsters is the screaming guy who's new to all, all this and just screams a whole bunch. Like, I don't want to see that. I'd rather be with the people who've experienced this and maybe scream once or twice, not a guy who screams constantly. And he literally only exists for that one scene where he opens a door and then he does nothing else. Okay. Anything else? Okay, why did they build Jurassic Park on an island with a volcano? I don't care if it's not active when you built it there. No one thought, no one took into consideration. We have a bunch of dinosaurs here, but there's also a volcano. That's Maybe actually from the original... It's actually from the original book. Oh, now they're caring about the book. <laughs> what was... Five films in. Not that it erupts, but that there's a volcano on the island. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The thing is, volcanoes don't stay inactive forever. They they go off every now and then. Volcanoes it was probably going to be like once. some kind of an attraction. John Hamlin was probably going to be like, roast marshmallows next to a volcano. $5,000. <laughs> Take a trip around the volcano. Try not to get burned alive. If you want if you to jump in, you can, but sign this waiver. And I'll claim your insurance money. This has maybe the most... Like, I'm just going to say it. This has the most obvious bad guys in this entire franchise. One look at business suit guy. That's a bad guy. Like, no doubt about it. He's I don't know. The, the original... Or uh, the Lost World bad guy was pretty obvious. I guess they weren't well, and, inherently trying to hide it, though. And military guy. Like, the history of Jurassic Park is that there's been one good, one good, mil or like, hunter guy, one sort of good one. Anyone after that's going to be bad. Uh -huh. Vincent D'Onofrio was a bad military guy. And this hunter guy just, he comes in with a whole military, like, group. Just don't trust him. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust worry, everybody. I'll get into that. I'll and get into then, that. <laughs> The world would be a lot better off if they just listened to Ian Malcolm. Yes. Like, he knows what he's talking about. Everything he's said has been true. They played God. It went terrible. Don't do it. Just stop. Yeah, he was there for both on both islands. Yeah. If anyone knows more expert. about why you shouldn't do this, it's Ian Malcolm. And then the haunted house stuff felt like after the dinosaur auction, like right when uh, the hunter goes to get the teeth from the Indoraptor, it felt like a cartoon and more specifically a Scooby-Doo cartoon. Like I expected them to run through the haunted mansion, like through doors and like go out another one. Then the Indoraptor goes through one, goes out another, like a Scooby-Doo gag. Cause like there's the part with the Indoraptor where he shoots it unconscious, goes to get the teeth and then its tail goes behind him and he looks back. And then it looks like it's smiling, and he goes for it again. Then it kills him. Like it's set up like a like a cartoon for some reason. But I did like the haunted house stuff. And when they All... hide in the uh, the thing with the props, that's just what they do in Scooby Doo. That's yeah. like they take the props and just hide there. I expected there to be like a suit of armor or a a portrait that eyes follow you. <laughs> Also, that looks like it was just screaming to be made into a Lego set, like the entire Haunted Mansion. Which they did. 
They did oh, they make did? that a Lego set. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And no, they made any Fallen Kingdom stuff. Oh yeah, yeah I guess whole, I didn't care enough. They have that Jurassic World line where they can do whatever they want. It's mostly like that Lego Jurassic World series. But um, when the movies were coming out, they had a lot of sets based on the movies. And a, a few based on Jurassic Park as well. That's all my general notes. Nice. Um, Joe. Oh, they did. Hello, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Are you still with us? Do you yeah, have... I got that Lego set. Oh, is it a good Lego set? No. I think we all just did the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks bad. It's like one, it's like a wall. Yeah, it's, it's a well-decorated wall. It's yeah. not even the full mansion. But that's the one that the Indoraptor came in, I think. Yeah, yeah, and he's black. He's not even black in the movie. He's, like, gray. And yellow. Yeah. But, to yeah, be fair, yellow. Lego has to go off of concept art. Uh, Which well, means, should... hopefully, that there was a scene in Iron Man 3 at one point where the Mandarin was in a battle buggy. <laughs> in a battle yeah, buggy. Or a boat. Or a boat. A boat. Okay, Joe, better, what, what good notes do you have for this movie? Good question. <clears throat> oh, wait, I didn't write any. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think this movie's cool, and I think it's good, but I, I guess I didn't write any. I, I don't know why. I don't have a reason. Awesome. Most of it was just the genre. That's how much I like. I, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. All right, Hayden, know. do you have any good notes? Um... Yeah, I like the dinosaurs being in the world at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I think I bought all of the Iron Man 3 Lego sets. Yeah. So, fun fact. I had it cool. too. All right. <laughs> Kale, what good notes do you have? My one good note, again, is the haunted house. Uh one review I saw of the first Jurassic World movie that I agree, agree with is that it didn't really have any good set pieces. This haunted house is a pretty good set piece. Like the auction part, all the cages, and then the outside with just the whole look of it's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, I, I like that too. You got anything else? No, that's the only good thing. Okay, let me say all mine. I have a few. I like the opening T-Rex scene where they're in the yeah. rain. Yeah. Um, the dialogue mm. is so much better than Jurassic World's dialogue. Mm. Uh, the That one shot of them underwater in the gyrosphere I thought was really cool. Yeah. I love the way that this movie looks, like the aesthetics of this movie. Mm-hmm. And I understand... It really that changes. Well, going for and froze. Did I freeze again? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You said I was. Um, I understood what they're going for. Okay. I understand what they're going for in Jurassic World, where they were being like, all, it looked all corporatized and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love. I, think I that's love this how way. Colin Trevorrow better. makes movies. Ooh. Uh, I really like uh, Chris Pratt's fighting choreography in this. I think it's so Indiana Jones. Like, it's legitimately shot well and choreographed well, where you 
Like, obviously, it's not real fighting, but it still it looks good enough that I don't mind. I mean, there at the end, it's like he hits a, a few people once, like, in a line and takes them out. Yeah, yeah but the, the choreography the itself is great. Is going. Like, because that's him doing it. He's not a stunt guy. Um, and then also, I really like how wrong the Indoraptor's roar sounds, because he's not like a real dino. <laughs> he's yeah, an abomination of science. His roar just sounds awful. Yeah. Okay, on to the okay. bad notes. I have one. What is it? Uh, I, I mean, I was going to say the runtime, but I the movie has a billion different sequences, so I don't think you can take any of them out. My bad, I, I felt like, I was like, the runtime was like, really, we're going to do this long? But then I was like, you can't cut anything. It's all unique. Um, and as the great Patrick Willems declares in his letterbox review, <laughs> if you can't make a good Jurassic Park sequel, make a totally bug nuts one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hayden, you got bad notes? Is this the time for your rant? Yes. Um, <laughs> so first of all, I didn't even finish this movie. I got bored and quit. <laughs> I turned it off. <laughs> um, and secondly, I think this is a problem not just with this movie, but with the whole franchise. It follows a very specific formula. You always have the main character who is involved with the dinosaur in one way or another whether they be training them or a paleontologist, whatever, you always have the two new characters. There's always two new side characters every time. Most of the time they're kids, and they're very annoying, and they never add anything. There's no point to them being there because they're just going to get replaced in the next movie. There's always the evil military. I don't, like, there's always evil military, always evil hunter. There's always some evil guy wanting to weaponize the dinosaurs. There's always engine. Engine's always there for some reason, trying to make more dinosaurs, even though clearly, and we have five movies now over why we shouldn't make more dinosaurs. And it just follows the same repetitive formula, and I'm just tired of it. Joe, I'm sorry. Jurassic Park, the, the franchise? Not that good, Joe. Oh. Jurassic World was good, Whoa. but not the. Whoa. 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 The franchise as a whole is very boring. Not good. It just follows the same repetitive formula. Yeah, that's why I like it. I would never say that each movie is unique or anything, but I think having the same thing repeating over and over again is comfort food. That's why I can't deny the MCU. I, I, every time I know what I'm getting into. so yeah, That's how I feel with most franchises. I can't remember what's a unique franchise. Maybe the James Bond. No, those aren't unique. Back Mission to the Impossible. Future. Back to the Future does the same movie three times. Never mind. <laughs> but he goes to the old West. Yeah, Joe. He goes to the future. And then he goes back to the future. Two. Guys, sorry. The Indoraptor's here. Oh my God. Scaring me. <laughs> Okay, Kale, what are your bad notes? I know you have them. My rant. Oh, boy. Nice. Rant time. First off, uh, I think we all assumed that eventually this franchise would go into some kind of dumb territory where they're like human-dinosaur hybrids, or why don't we just clone other things? 
Like, that was probably going to happen eventually. But it's just kind of shoved in here for no real reason. It doesn't really add anything to the movie. It's just there. And then we uh-huh. get to what I consider the worst scene in this movie. And what I think is the worst scene in this franchise overall. All the dinosaurs are in the cages that they were put in before the auction. And they messed up the vent, I guess. And it's leaking hazardous, toxic clouds. And all the dinosaurs are going to die. And all the characters are around. And they're like, should we push the button to let the dinosaurs out into the city where they'll wreak untold amount of destruction and ruin the ecosystem? Or should we let these creatures who we can clone very easily die? And then while they're all staring at each other, doing nothing, the clone girl, who only recently learned she was a clone, presses the button, and this is going to be my one quote anyway, so I'll go ahead and say it. Oh, it's my one quote as well. I had to. They're alive. Like me. It's not the same thing. You were a living thing you are a human you are capable of sentience you you talk you breathe you live you think these are dinosaurs we can mass produce these things if we wanted to they didn't even go how they cloned this little girl i don't know how many steps they had to go through to even get to that but a human clone is nowhere near a dinosaur clone they should have let them died and just do it again because that's what they're going to do the next movie more clones it is not comparable in any way and I guess the movie was trying to go for the dinosaurs are good and we should save them. But a human clone and a dinosaur clone is not the same thing any way you split it. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Also, uh... pretty messed up that he had the technology to clone people and he only used it on his daughter and didn't like make himself a new Who's, body you want to use the technology for no, other he doesn't people. get a new body Trans- he gets yeah, a version of himself for all of his thoughts over or just yeah, clone yourself so and do doomed. a robot from invincible if he transferred all of his daughter's thoughts over she would know that she's an adult in a child body but, it didn't have but to do it with the daughter didn't. i'm just saying maybe he could have cloned himself he could have cloned other people he, he only used it on he could have called Nedry. Yes, that's Wayne Knight. The third one, he did make another clone. It was it was Nedry. He's back. <laughs> He's back. Uh, my only bad note besides the clone girl is uh that scene where she the he's talking to Baby Blue. Chris Pratt is. He's not meeting Blue's eyeline. He's like looking above the CGI render because they didn't like block it properly that that annoyed me ugly notes joe yeah ugly notes looking i don't have any yeah i think this is a very beautiful movie just kidding i don't i don't (laughs) know the interruptor is kind of ugly i guess i don't know the interruptor looks like a sleek new car Looks like when they unveil like a new Mustang. Yeah. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. Hot take Hayden. 
Oh, it's my turn. Um, yeah. Just the guy scream. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> Kale, what do you got for um that thing I said? Ugly. Ugly notes. Hmm. Not the no. Jeff Goldblum looks very good. That's yes. obvious. Looks so like the a fact that they bar. only brought him in for like two scenes, and it's in a courtroom, and that's all he does. Very ugly. Yeah. yeah got a big paycheck. They didn't have to do yeah, it. He doesn't even so interact with the dinosaurs in this movie. My only ugly note is um, Bryce Dallas Howard having that really emotional scene of watching the Brachiosaurus die of smoke inhalation while she's wearing a John Deere hat. Yes. <laughs> I noticed yep. that, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Wait, is she really? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. that was her disguise. She put on a John Deere hat and thought yeah. that would be enough to disguise herself. Is that a joke? I mean, that's that's got to be a classic, joke. No. That's the classic so. movie disguise. You just put on a hat and some sunglasses. You're a new person. Okay, <laughs> adds or subtracts. I think it adds Subtract. because it puts dinosaurs into the wild. I think it yeah, adds because the end of sequel. Raptor. It subtracts it because... Adds. Clones break break this universe, like, just entirely. Like, just do anything now. Why not? Just human dinosaurs. Time travel. Let's do it. Time travel. Yeah, time travel. Alternate dimension. At the end of the movie, they travel back in time and don't let her hit the button. Make a a dinosaur, like, human centaur, which, like, the top half is a human, the bottom is, like, a velociraptor. Just do whatever now. That'd be cool. Okay, hold on. That's weird. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. Putting dinosaurs next to a lion isn't the same thing as creating a human-raptor hybrid. The next step, though. Also, question. This is one I was also thinking about. It's not the important one. And this is very important, too, but it's a different kind okay. of important. Okay. So at the end of the movie, we see the T-Rex. It goes to a zoo. Lions. There's one. Now, do you think, let's say, five lions... Do you think five lions could beat a T-Rex? No. No. Oh, that'd be more concise. Okay, ten lions. <laughs> no. No. The T-Rex just kicks, so. kicks one and it flies across the room. Yeah, it would just step on all of them. It's T-Rexes are only the T-Rexes are only the king of the jungle because uh, everything right now sucks. There's nothing cool in the wild yeah. right now. A T-Rex, a like. 40 foot long, whatever it is, teeth, the, the a mouth the size of a human man. Yeah, that thing's going to eat things. But it Need can only teeth. eat so many tigers at one time. Well, you said lions. Tigers, on the other hand, one tiger versus a T-Rex, it's, it's over. It's a way tigers I, I just want to say. For you, but lions, the stronger of the ones, nothing. But one tiger takes out a T-Rex. We've we've had four movies in this franchise to prove that the T Rex can basically take down any dinosaur except for a Spinosaurus. I thought yeah. that was going to be way more split disregard, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, the way I'm imagining it, all the like lions jump on it and like bite at its legs. No, yeah, they got tiny mouths. Like, Ten gorillas. I, I hear you. Oh. Okay, <laughs> ten gorillas. Ten That's gongos. a tough fight. I think That's the gorillas could fight. take it. Gorillas I think they are could. smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so too. Down. Plus, they're more so, dexterous. 
But they they would only have blunt punches. They would have to punch the T Rex until they got teeth. They got teeth. Not as strong as a lion. Gorilla. (laughs) Okay, five or two lions, two gorillas. They're teaming up. They're working together. Put Noah's Ark against a T Rex. Are the gorillas gorillas riding the lions? lions? Yes. Then yes, absolutely they win. Yeah. They have a lion speed and a gorilla strength. They're unstoppable. They have the <laughs> lion's share of that situation. We solved it. <laughs> so that's all they have to do for Dominion is yeah. get lions and tigers to or lions and gorillas to team up. And ride. Do the other. gorillas have AK forty sevens? Yeah. Yeah, like in Planet of the Apes. Then they win. Then, then they, they win. win. They you know, but, I thought that was a real video. But the T Rex with a with the long picks off. up the AK forty seven in the jungle. I thought that was real <laughs> for, for years. Okay. Uh do we does anyone else have quotes? I know Kale and I already said ours. No. I I don't have there's any. no Mr. Mizrani, so Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same here. Quotes in this. Did you drop your reveal? Oh. Yeah, now it's time for trivia. Hayden, why is Blue so important to the villains of this movie? Because she can teach. She's got the motherly instinct. She can teach the Indoraptor. They need her blood, but it got tainted. (laughs) Yes, all of those things are true. Kale, what incites the Indoraptor's attacks? A laser pointer. Yes, correct. Joe, what animals did Industrial Light and Magic refer to when animating the dinosaurs' movements? It froze. Um, let's see. What animal would they refer to? I believe the iguanodon. I have two. I have two animals uh, listed here. Joe, did you oh. say the iguanodon? <laughs> yes, I did. The iguanosaurus. I don't even know Rex. what that is. Uh. I think it'd probably be something like a meerkat, and then maybe like a a, a cat. I don't I don't know. Uh, the a meerkat and a cat. Are you the meerkat. They got very cat-like. Uh, <laughs> they'll stare and then they just look somewhere else. The All king right. of the jungle, the meerkat. Just like what are those things called? Joe, Rhinos? you're wrong. Rhinos? You're just wrong. Joe, you're Rhinos. wrong. Joe is a meerkat and a warthog. Joe. The answer. Oh, right. The answer is elephants and rhinoceroses, possibly the most opposite animals than what you said. I don't know. All right, I mean, Joe, like, say there were a lot of dinosaurs. It's your turn, Joe. For Joe, what? say the video game. For oh. making moolah from the movie. Oh, right. I think they're... I don't know if they made a tie-in for this one. So this is the segment where I normally talk about if there was a uh, tie-in video game. But I don't think they had one. Well, they there's Jurassic World Evolution, which came out oh, fairly okay. recently. Oh, it did. It, it was... Hold on. Yeah, it did come out with the release of Fallen Kingdom. Um, I think it's uh, like a you build dinosaur yeah. parks, right? Yeah, it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, you construct a dinosaur park. On a group of the islands known as the Five Deaths... That's a little callback to Jurassic Park 2. Hey. It's, uh, what's, what's the uh, video game called when it's rated 16? 
Peggy 16. T? T for team? Well, it's T for no, team? 16. T for team? Peggy 16. That's how they rate it in uh, Europe, Joe. I think it's uh, NC17 is the rating they use. Well, there you go. You They're simulate awesome. dinosaurs and build a park. Great. They now it's time. Lego as adults. cool Wait. as Lego 2. As the Lego yes. I want to do, do my question before we do the fun factor heart attack. Okay, do what's it. your question? Now, Joe? hopefully this one will be more decisive than the lion <laughs> question. <laughs> now, all, I, all I'm going to say is simply, oh, I'm curious to where everyone stands on this. Keeping the dinosaurs alive, yay or nay? No. I'm on the opinion it does not matter. You can clone these things for eternity if you want. Oh, like I said, I agree with the villain. Just sell them, kill them, whatever you got to do. Yeah, I, don't I say think yay, they keep be them alive. Introduced into the ecosystem. Now, do you think they deserve rights, like the right to vote? The thing is, no. You- no. <laughs> If you introduced one more deer into an ecosystem, that throws off the whole balance, let alone introducing a Tyrannosaurus Rex and a Mosasaurus to the ecosystem. How did that Mosasaurus get out? They didn't have that in a cage. Yeah, the gates didn't did. close. Oh, okay. It just shimmied on through. It's really cool. It, it just didn't it, show it, up until swimming. now? There's just going to be mean, like no fish in like a year. Yeah, I guess so. In like a year or two, there's just gonna the ocean's gonna be empty except for one very fat mosasaurus. <laughs> I don't think a, I think a year or two is way too soon. Oceans are extremely big. I don't know that mosasaurus. He went from Costa Rica to America. In well, like that that seems to place right after Jurassic World, so that would be like three three years that it took to get from Costa Rica to here. Did it? Okay, I thought it years. took place right before the movie. No, I was looking, when I was looking through all this trivia, uh, I saw that um, it had been brought up to the director, and he said, oh, no, that scene takes place, like, a few days after the Jurassic World movie. So, again, I thought that would be more decisive, but I guess at least we're all mostly on the same page. Kill all the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I said keep them alive. Do you have a reasoning? Do have a reasoning? They're dinosaurs. Why would we kill them? I mean, but kill like the Endoraptor and kill the Indominus like... Rex. Those aren't dinosaurs. That's fake. Keep well, the Brachi- I mean, like, I don't think any more raptors need to exist. I'm clear on that. T-Rexes are fine. They they easily tranquilize. But any herbivore is fine, I guess. I don't know. Well, I'm not saying we need to go out of our way to kill them. I was just saying, like, if they were in a situation where they're going to die, like... Oh, the tr- or the probably, gas probably. attack? Yeah. The like, gas attack, all- I, would, I would press the button. I, I couldn't live with myself for not pressing the button. That's too much. The moral uh, weight of that situation. So now we know, if we're in that situation, restrain Joe, then don't hit the button. If we're if we're on a track and there's a train car coming for us on one side and a bunch of dinosaurs on the other, Joe will hit the button to send it over us instead. He's got to save the dinosaurs. All right, now it's time for everyone's favorite segment: fun fact or heart attack. Hayden, would you like to have a heart attack or hear a fun fact? Uh, I'd like to not have a heart attack before finals. 
Okay, cool. Um, in an er, early draft of the story, could have brought Jake Johnson's uh, Jurassic World employee Lowry back in a similar role. There may have even this is a quote from Colin Trevorrow. There may have even been an early moment where Lowry was Franklin's character because he potentially could have done that job, but he didn't quite have the same spirit. We did like the idea of Zia and Franklin being pretty idealistic young people who are activists who really believe in the cause that Claire believes in. I wasn't really able to shoehorn Larry into that. He's kind of a cynical guy. Jake Johnson is too old so and too depressed. Better. Yeah, but why would he go with them, that character? There's no yeah, reason he would go with them. Unless they tricked him like they tricked Sam Neill. They offered him a thousand dollars and told him that they were from a big company a thousand dollars is not that much <laughs> it's enough it is in 2001 okay kale what do you want to have well since we can just clone people now i'll take the heart attack and then you can oh, clone me dang yeah hell have a heart attack and then come back and be say you're clone change your shirt fun fact <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's having a heart Kale's attack, everybody. Dead. Kale's, Kale's dead. dead. Monetize his death. <laughs> we'll, we'll put this clip on YouTube and have like five ads in it. Kale died? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> not fake. Not story, not story time. Anyways. Um, I guess we'll move on because Kale died now. He's dead. Uh, Joe, would you like to have a fun fact or a heart attack? Fun fact. Okay. When the T-Rex breaks into the lion enclosure at the end of the movie, the sound of the fence snapping is the same as when she broke out of her own paddock. Would you like to hear his fun fact? Yeah. Or would you also like to have a heart attack? Bro, you better have three Seinfeld shirts. <laughs> I actually do. but Oh, my <laughs> The other one's in the wash, so we're going to go with fun fact. All right. <laughs> uh, the HVAC system. Uh, all right, so remember at the end when all the smoke is getting into the dinosaur's cages and they're like, oh, I'm dying. Uh, the, the HVAC system failing to filter poisonous gas is a big plot point of the Jurassic Park ride. <laughs> when they gas the guests. <laughs> kill yes. them all. I don't know. <laughs> and then they send off one guest to the side who has to choose to press the button to let them out. Oh he, you save the guests or the dinosaurs. It's your choice. <laughs> okay. Now it's time to end the show, Joe. With my classic <clears throat> iconic lamp. Yeah. <laughs> the lamp that has appeared in every episode so far. Even the ones you weren't in. The it's best been character. There. <laughs> He's always been there. That's our mascot. The lamp, the point. ghost, it's like the same thing. Don't talk about the ghost. He's dead to us. He's been canceled. He, the ghost has been canceled. He Thank said you, everybody. Misogynist things. Yeah. Because yeah. he's from like hundreds of years ago. He's from the it's 90s. Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> he's from 100 <laughs> years ago, the 90s. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. You can find us at josephmonado.com. That's Joseph M A L D O N A D O.com. And from there, you can find this podcast, the articles I've written, our Twitter accounts, our letterbox accounts, 
Um, like, subscribe, retweet, reblog, repost. And once again, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Or watching. You might have watched this. I feel like more people would watch it than listen to it. I know, don't but I'm a on your podcast listener. I don't watch podcasts. I'm still not on the website. Oh my gosh, Joe. It's coming out. I told you, I'm going to put you on whenever the first Jurassic Park episode launches. Joe, this is very unprofessional of you. Mm. Joe, where's my Twitter? Where's this my is Twitter very name? Colin Trevorrow of you, Joe. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. (laughs) It means it's the same as being unprofessional. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Bye.